0: Welcome to the show, everybody. This is an episode where you're going to have some bonus content of a candid conversation between me and Jeremy from episode 113, The Dark Guardian. If you have not listened to that episode yet, I highly recommend you just stop this episode right now, go listen to 113 and then come back to this so that you understand the conversation we're about to have. He talks about some paranormal experiences that he's had since the last time I recorded and also a UFO experience that he had. But on top of that, he informs me that he lives next to an old military base that was shut down a long time ago, but he insists that it's fully operational and up and running today and sometimes, I quote, he feels like an experiment. So let's get to Jeremy right now.
1: This was all circulating around the base And I look over and there are two small gray
2: entities pulling it. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reach my hand into this bush and I touch air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. Hello. Jeremy, how you doing, man? Good, yourself?
0: Doing well, doing well. Um, before we get talking and everything, do you mind if I uh, record this? i give it, man. All right. Because I fi- I figured you know maybe we talk about something good that we could plug on to the show. Um, yeah, absolutely. You uh, you ready to have your show air? It's going to be going this week.
2: Absolutely, man.
0: Awesome. So on Tuesday it's going to be released. I have cool. um, I have two other interviews that I'm doing before yours. They're going to be short ones. Uh, one is a guy who I came across this past week, and uh, he had a really very intriguing um, video. He's an explorer guy. He goes exploring into old old buildings and stuff. And one night he decided to oh, go cool. out. Yeah, he went out. He's from the UK and he went out to a, a place, uh, an old a decrepit church, and he's exploring inside. He told his wife he'd be back and whatever. And uh, he's in there filming and he hears something. As he turns the camera, there's a full... Body person standing there peering around a doorway, and it looks very physical like you would, it looks like it's actually somebody there, uh, white face, completely black gown, all from head to toe, uh, the heads covered. It looked like a nun. Um, well, that's trippy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, when I saw that, I was like, I reached out to him and we did a little interview. And then, um, uh, last week's show, I talked about a pyramid shaped triangle that was, uh, that appeared over the Pentagon and here in Washington, D.C., and uh, that 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 video was actually filmed by two different people and um the uh or no not two different at least three different people and I actually got one of the guys who filmed it to come on my show and and talk about it a little bit so he talks for about 15 minutes and then uh we're going to dive into your show cool so uh, oh, well, <clears throat> so what's been going on man what what's uh what else has been happening i mean you said something about a ufo that you saw
2: um, yeah, man. That was bizarre. What happened? Um, well, first things first. As soon as I talked to you, and really sort of started delving into like the Bible and stuff, um, I was I was doing a, a shower in this lady's house, and I was walking out from the bathroom and I was cutting my tile in her balcony, and she wasn't there, and I started was really, really, really cool vibe. I didn't like it, and then uh, the normal, I like hey, the
0: I'm not hearing anything you're saying. Are, are you? Oh, uh, sure. Are you? Yeah. Like I don't know if the phone's like at your neck or something, but it sounded like it was muffled. Yeah, i Is that better, Psh, dude? Crystal clear. Crystal clear.
2: Okay. Yeah. So I walked out from the the bathroom, to the to cut my tiles, and what never to me. I had this vision of I seen something sitting on the couch, like a clear, clear, clear vision, and it was like given to me, but uh, it's never happened before. I knew was a dude a like big ripped guy he had like uh, like hairy legs like you would seen like, a, like an old cartoon or something like Harry Potter maybe um, and he had like super long hair and like I I almost fell over like he wasn't actually sitting on the couch he was like he was like right in my brain I've, I've never had that kind of experience and like I was stuck in my trunks and I was like he was all red I couldn't see his face and he had the same hand as me and I was like oh man this is not good and then I went back to the bathroom and I started praying. I prayed for like five or six minutes. And then I came back out and then there's there's nothing there. And then while there, I kind of shrugged it off. amped on my plane. Um, I was so at one of the customers homes so I outside town. Man, I'm having and a hard it, time
0: hearing you again. <laughs> it keeps it's sounding, like, I'm trying sure to take, my, it, take my, phone. Okay,
2: so my
0: phone. It just, it keeps sounding like, uh, it, it, it like fades into like uh, a weird muffle sound. Is that any better? Dude, that's amazing.
2: Yeah, that's probably the case. It's all full of dirt. Okay, so I'm out. I'm outside of town and doing another guy's house again by myself. Started getting really creeped out, out of nowhere. Walked to his kid's bedroom and I seen. I don't know if it was like again like a vision inside my head, but there was. It was so clear. It was a green like a goblin kind of looking thing, demon goblin. He was hunched over, and he was just like looking out at me. And he was in the corner of his kid's bed. And it was for like a second or two too. And I was like, oh, shit, man. Like, here by myself, it sucks. So I was just, again, started praying big time. I closed the kid's door so I didn't have to walk by it anymore and see what was in there. And then, yeah, I had a couple of those. That kind of threw me off. Started, like I said, just probably pray a lot when I see that kind of stuff. Um, so I think here, this is, those are just two that happened after the show. And then uh, as of recent, what started happening, and I started texting you again. We went out to look at a new house outside, out in Barrie, Ontario. And we went to this one house and it was, actually, no, know what, sorry. Yeah. We went to the one house. It was really, really creepy. My fiance was like, man, let's get out here. And I look at this house. It sucked you because like, the price is really good. It's a brand new rebuild. And she's like, no, there's something in here. She's like, "It's it's, 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 it's nasty. We have to leave right now. I'm like, all right, cool. So we left. And we came back up north. And as soon as we got home, within like an hour, she's like, oh, we got to burn sage. She's like, I don't feel good about that house. And like something's here. And like, I I don't like it. I'm like, all right, let's go. We sage the apartment up, prayed and stuff. She took a shower. I walked out to leave the room. And there was a dude in like a dress suit with like a 60s kind of like, it's not top. It's like curved at the top, kind of like an oval with two side peak kind of things. I remember I seen a documentary of like a CIA guy in like the 60s. And that's what I kind of, that's what I, I took away from it. I was standing right there. And I was walking up, looked up, seeing it, hit the wall sideways. And I, I fell down like trembling back. I was never, that's really scared me, man. <laughs> like really freaked me out. And then uh, some more stuff started happening. Something came into my room um, a couple of days later. I was standing at the end of my bed. And I'm looking at pet my dog and stuff, and she's sleeping. And I heard a like a a really big guttural growl, like not from my dog. It came like I felt it fell to my feet. And I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, that's, that's weird. Like we have a concrete building, like you can't hear anything anywhere else. I'm like, all right, that's really creepy. Like I remember hearing stuff about that, like old ghost documentaries I used to watch, and I really I didn't like it. So we went to bed. And dog is sleeping. Dog didn't move. And then around two thirty, three in the morning. My dogs woke all of a up, and she was growling like her crazy angry growl. And it's the first time I've ever heard a growl because we only had her for a short period of time. And she was growling at something near me. And I'm like, What the heck, man? that's weird. And as I was I was like half asleep. I was trying to get pissed off at it. And I'm like, Hey, Willow, like, relax, man. I'm like, what are you growling at? But she wasn't letting up. And I'm like, all right, like that's kinda of weird. So I turned the lights on. And it felt weird in there, but like I didn't I didn't see anything. I didn't get any like huge like premonitions. So we went back to bed, woke up two, hours later and I uh, turned the lights on and she was so scared when she whatever she was growling at, she peed the entire bed. Like full, oh. full pee. Yeah, it was It now I was like, Oh, that's not good. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, she's seen something that scared her so bad. She made like a crazy like growl for like a solid minute and just completely peed herself. So that kind of freaked me out. And then, uh, yeah. So I started seeing. Oh, what is it? I'll get to the UFO thing. It's probably the last thing I've seen. Um, I so, but like when I was talking to you about like uh, like the Bible and stuff last time we spoke. Started reading it. Started praying a lot. Ramping up my prayers, getting really specific. And I was driving home from Muskoka one day, and I knew like there's There's a spot in my car. I don't know. It just sounds weird, but. In the back seat to me, to the right, it's creeps me out, man. It's like when I'm driving home, I drive two hours back and forth every day. I'm usually on the highway at nighttime. And it creeps me out, like super, super, just like, I don't like it. It's very uncomfortable. So I pray a lot when I'm in the car. And I ask whatever's in the car, I'm like, I want you out of my car. I don't care if you're just outside of it. Like, power Christ, lead my vehicle now. And I'm driving, like, 100 kilometers an hour, and I see these two sets of eyes, man. I'm like... Right outside my windshield, like just white eyeballs with like, uh, like like normal eye color, and they were like red around them. And I almost drove off the road. And it wasn't for like a split second. Oh, I see in the corner of my eye. It was like like one or two straight seconds. Where I seen that. I'm like, holy, like this isn't leaving. Like, what the hell is this? Really, really freaking out.
0: So, and, uh, let me yeah. ask you before you go any further. There, uh, you said that you told it to leave the car.
2: Yeah, that, that's, that's what I thought it was weird so I'm like, and I'm it like did, I don't though. care where you go. It did, right? Yeah, I know, man. That's, that's what I was telling my fiance. I'm like, I asked it to leave the car specifically. I'm like, I don't care if you're outside the car, leave my car because you're making me uncomfortable. And then these angry eyes staring at me like right in front of my windshield of my steering wheel is freaking creepy, man. Like,
0: well, I, I would tell you this, man, uh, maybe add to the phraseology that you use when you do that. Cause I mean, it worked, right? You said in the power of Christ, leave the car and it did. Right. So I know. Uh, what I'd suggest to people to do, and I, I don't think I said this to you on the show. Uh, and I, and honestly, I don't, I, I don't really deal with a whole lot of casting out of spirits and stuff. I mean, I, I really don't. Uh, but from some things that I've heard in other interviews and stuff, uh, and I forget where I heard this, but, um, I would tell it in the power of Christ leave my car and go where Jesus Christ tells you to go. And that mm, would, yeah, that's a good idea. And that, that, the idea of it is that you are now directing it to Jesus. You go in the name of Jesus Christ, where Jesus Christ tells you to go and put it in Christ's hand and that like, let God take care of it. And that and that way, maybe that would help you. I don't, I don't know, yeah, but that's what I, I suggest for people idea. to do.
2: Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, See, I've seen that. That really freaked me out, man. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't too stoked to get in my car the next morning to drive back out there. Um, yeah, so so much stuff's been happening. It's just bizarre. Um, after that, I didn't tell my fiance about that hat man guy. I did because it, it literally like I was really scared and I didn't want to scare her, so I didn't say anything about it. And then we were driving around a couple of days later, and um, I'm, I'm trying to like muster up to tell her this thing and i like the words couldn't come out i'm like i'm telling him like i'm like they i'm like something does want me to tell you this i'm like i'm having a very hard time like executing these words right now and like i feel like there's something bad is gonna happen if i tell you this and then as i was saying that my dog was sleeping in the back something happened to her and she started squealing like uh, like something was pushing into her like really hard like a scared painful like really high-pitched squeal and it So much, where I looked back and like what the hell is going on? I thought she got caught or something, right? Like pinched her foot or something, but she was sleeping. And then I kept getting louder and louder. Like she was like what like what's going on? Like something is happening. And like I'm, this is painful for me. Like she was really scared, so I had to slam my brakes on, pull off the road, and look back at her. She looked so scared. And it finally stopped. She finally stopped squealing. And I was like, oh my god, man, like this isn't good. (laughs) Like, I, I'm at a loss for words as to what that was about. But as I was trying to tell her about this, like, she just started, like, something hurt her, like, physically. It was just bizarre, man. It's never happened to anything like that. And then I told her about it, and she was like, yeah, it's not good, man. She's like, we got it. We ended up, we're moving out of this place tomorrow. Like, there's so much stuff happening here. We're just, we've decided to move. We threw the towel in, went, rented a house, out of this building. But, um... Yeah, man. I don't know what that was about, but it, it was pretty scary. felt bad for the dog. Um, she's a good dog. She's actually a really good guard dog. She uh, she took really well to my son. She keeps him. She keeps him safe. It's nice because I'm, I'm I'm on the road a lot. So,
0: so you're saying that uh, it inflicted pain on your dog, not your girlfriend?
2: Yes, on okay. the dog. Yeah.
0: As you were trying like, to tell like, your girlfriend, it inflicted pain on the dog. Yeah,
2: man. It was weird how it lined up like that. Cause I'm like. I'm like I'm having a really hard telling like time getting this out. I'm like I don't know why. I'm like it's so weird. I'm like I'm like I told her like literally I'm like it's like something doesn't want me to tell you. And I, was like, I have a really bad feeling something's going to happen. And as I'm saying it, she starts squealing like really loud, and it starts getting like louder and more scared squealing sound. And I was like, what the heck, man? <laughs> like to the point where I actually had to like pull over and stand on the brakes and look back, and she like super scared and really just like pouring up i'm like oh my god like what what's happening this isn't cool anyway um that happened yeah it was pretty rude man so a couple days later well it's about a, maybe that was about a week and a half ago i was gassing up my car and i can't I remember i told you in my, in my last when we spoke last i always have to, i always felt that there was like to be honest with you, I feel like there's something attached to me. And I always have. I've, I've always felt like I'm never alone. And like I'm going to get like uh, something bad's going to Like something's going to touch me. Or you know what I mean? It's like creepy. Ugh, I hate it. But um, the praying really, really helps. And I'm pretty grateful for that. I was gassing out my car the other day, probably like two days ago. I was pretty tired. I'm, I'm pretty sick. So it sucks having to work when you're not feeling good and uh i don't know if i saw heck i was like out of it but i was already up for an hour gassing up the car um go to get back in the car shut the door look up at the rearview mirror which i still keep pent up um and there is like a, a, a full face of a of a man like probably from like his lips up to his over top of his eyebrows and he was just staring at I me. Mean, he looked pissed and i'm like what the fuck? Like, what is this and not, and then, like, I blinked, and he's still there looking at me. I'm like, what? I'm like, this is the longest time I've ever seen anything. And then like, I started praying. But it, I wasn't overly scared. It was weird. So I started thinking, like, on my drive out there, I'm like, is this the thing that's, like, been following me around since I was a little kid? And how we talked before, how, like, that, um, that medium lady told me that there was, like, some sort of dark angel, which I don't believe in either – I certainly think that she's seen something attach itself to though back then because I always felt that there was something with me. And it's a very, very uneasy feeling to have. But um, I had this weird, like, uh, intuitional understanding that, that this is this is the guy. Like, And he is past. He did not look impressed. He's, like, scowling, scowling at me. But I didn't feel, like, super, super scared. I was almost like, I don't know, man, it's weird. Because
0: usually I get pretty scared. Yeah, you know, I, I would I would agree with that, man. I mean, clearly there has been something attached to you throughout your entire life. And uh, it's something that you're very aware of. I think there's a lot of things that are attached to a lot of people throughout their lives. That oh, just- yeah. They just sure, they're just clueless to it, or it's just not exactly. coming across as aggressively as you and but there's people out there that have these experiences like you where it's like it just seems like something's following their entire life. I think that mm-hmm. is something that happens far more often than people uh want to give credit oh, to yeah it's just some True. people feel it more than others,
2: yep, definitely definitely um so we'll get into the uFO thing here. I have always been a believer in uFOs I was i seen the kind of something which I thought was a UFO, but it was like, it looked like stars moving around really fast when I was like a little kid. And that was all I've ever seen in my life. Um, I knew that I 100% believe in them. Um, never in a gazillion years, I ever think I would be lucky enough to ever see anything like that. Um, driving back down the highway from Muskoka, back up North for the night. Um, so this is a a two-day period so the first day i'm driving out there and as soon as i pull out i see this really 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 bright star in the sky there's no other there's no other stars in the sky uh and there's a a, a less bright one underneath it and it looked artificially bright like it was illuminating like it almost looked like an led light like it was really illuminating man like it was it was was weird i've never seen anything like it we live up north we see stars all the time you know what i mean i can see planets well, I like plant one planet. I think it's, I don't know if it's Venus or something, but it's red. Anyway, this thing was huge and it was not the moon because I could see the moon. And there was no other stars but the moon. And it was a, like just shooting out so much light. and It really threw me off. I took a picture of it. I'm like, I'm going to take a picture of this. I'm like, this is really strange. Then I went down to my job, did my job. This one's way in the bush. So it took me longer to get back home. I was driving back on the highway, had about two and a half hour drive and then um driving back home middle of nowhere it's all just bush i'm on the highway and the inside of my car lights up blue and i was like all right that's that's freaking weird i'm like i'm thinking there's a snow around because they have blue lights on top of their trucks but they're not they're not that great they're i've driven by them like 50 times since to kind of test it and they don't even show up in the car there's like a little twirly bird thing on top of their truck and so I didn't really pick up on you know, it the first time I was driving back. I'm like, oh, that's really strange. And I felt weird. I'm like, I feel like like this weird feeling that somebody's following me. I'm like, oh, that's really odd. My intuition's pretty fair. And then I uh, didn't think it. I kind of blew it off. I'm like, all right. And then after about two or three minutes, it left. I'm like, you know what? Maybe it was just like a business really, really far in the woods that had like, I don't know, but it followed me for like, and I was going 100 kilometers an hour. So it was like two or three minutes. So that was kind of a reflection. I did couldn't couldn't really I didn't put too much thought into it to be honest. The next day, same thing came out. I noticed those two stars. One was still super, super bright. And I just keep noticing it looked super artificial, like putting out a weird amount of like just super bright white light, light. And I find stars are almost kind of like um I don't know, they're not they're they're not super super bright like that, like LED looking. Like I said, we live up north. See stars in here all the time. Um, driving back from Muskoka again, the same area, and the blue lights in the car again. And I'm like, oh, man, that's freaking weird. And I kind of I slow down, and I'm trying to look out my passenger side window to see, like, where the lights coming from. But it's just all bush. And I look behind me, and there's a car maybe, like, I don't know, like, you drive truck, you, you're on the highway. You, all you can see is two little dots. Like, the guy's way far back and probably, like, a good kilometer or two. And then I see this really, really soft white light on the back of my car, and I was like, oh, that's weird. I'm like, how the hell did that guy get up here so fast? And again, like, not thinking anything of it. And then um, I don't like when people tail me, but I kind of go slow. I don't brake check people, but I kind of slow down, let people pass me and whatever. And then the next thing I know, the light's gone. I look in my rearview mirror to on the left, towards my right-hand lane, and there's these two... I don't know, like tractor, like the same height as like a transfer it would be, where lights would be, but it's just two perfect circles, but like they weren't emitting any light, like they weren't, like light wasn't leaving it like a headlight would, or even a floodlight would. It was just perfectly, just like a dull light. And I'm driving, I'm like, man, that's freaking weird. I'm like, where's like, I'm like, all oh, I can see is like two, like two headlights. I'm like, where's the vehicle? Like, oh, I was really lights on the highway. It's not like, that dark. I'm like, all right, keep driving. I'm like, I'm, i watching this thing the whole time, like in my rear view. I'm like, yeah, it's just so weird. I'm like, I'm like, how are, how are they driving on the highway? I'm like, there's no way they can see in front of them because there was not, there was no, there was nothing lit up in front of the lights like, like on our vehicles when we drive. It was just two dull circle lights. And had pulled out from behind my trunk, and it was, and I could still see the other guy way, way, way back there. And I'm like, where did this guy come from, man? Like that's just freaking weird. So I was going over 100 kilometers an hour now. And, yeah, it tailed me for, I don't know, like, three or four kilometers, maybe. And then pff, blacked out as I was watching it. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> yeah, whatever it was, just blanked out and it was gone. And all the lights are gone. There's no more light behind my car. There's no more blue light in my car. And um, I called. I got so scared. I'm like, hey, man, like, I think I know what just happened. And I was freaking out. I, was, I just felt, like, really vulnerable. I don't like that feeling. I'm not a fan of not being in control of the situation. At least with ghosts, you can like run away. Driving down the highway, and like a UFO comes up or something like that, you just what are you gonna do? I don't have the technology of combat or anything like that. So I was kind of freaked out. Call my fiance, and she's I never call her on the way home because I like to really focus on the drive because uh, I don't really like, particularly like driving at nighttime. And I call her. She's like, Hey, hey, Journey, what's going on? She's like, Why, why are you calling me? What's wrong? <laughs> And I was like, I called her before. In the summertime, There's a car of me home, which is I'll, I'll tell you, that was freaking weird. And then um, I'm like, I told her, I didn't tell her what happened. I'm like, I'm just, I just want to call and say, hey. And she's like, no, no, no. She's like, what's wrong? She's like you, you, she's like, you don't sound good. She's like, what like, what happened? I'm like, nothing. I'm like, I just want to talk to you for a couple minutes. I'm like, just keep me on the phone for a bit. And I'm pretty sure, I, I think I kept her on the phone the entire time until I got home. I was just listening to her and my kid playing stuff. She didn't speak her phone. And I ended up telling her. And she was even just like, well, man, she's like, that's that, that's bizarre. And she's almost just like, that's a, that's a good story. Like, I don't, like, I believe you, but, like, holy mac, you know, like, UFOs and stuff. Like, that never, we, we see coasts all the time, but nothing, like, extraterrestrial. So, I don't know what it was, man. Like, I felt like i seen a disc or anything, but that really just still bogs my mind. So, the next morning, I walk out expecting to see these things in the sky again. And they weren't right there. They're gone and that was it i haven't seen it again since and i look at the like i i'm out, I'm out here every single morning and i haven't seen him again i see us there's a, a there is a brighter star in the sky i've noticed and there's a star like way 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 off to the side but there there's not that super bright one with the one underneath it and that picture i took a picture of it and it's, it's gone it's not in the sky anymore because i pull out my driveway and i I don't know, I believe I'm facing south. They're right in front of me. And when I drive south the whole time, I, I, I literally watched watching this two days, the entire drive. So I'm like, ah, oh, it's fascinating. I'm like, man, how's that star so bright? That's freaking weird. And then, yeah, man, they're gone now. And I've never, nothing else has happened since then in regarding to anything with that situation. So yeah, I kind of, still kind of pondering it. It wasn't that long ago. And I don't know what happened, man. I it's, it's just super weird. Well,
1: it, it's like, it why? Weird.
2: like why? Why would you want to follow me? You know what I mean. Like, <laughs> well, I, I, I think that's a
0: question you shouldn't even ask yourself anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. You should fair be uh, you should be used to the idea of just not being in control of these things.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: It's weird though, man. It is weird, and I I don't know what to make of it. It's you know yeah, I hear man. I've
2: been on the high I'm on the highway every day. Like I've no, it's just never in my life have I seen anything like that and I, I didn't even put it together right away that there was some because I, I was looking in my rear view mirror I'm like oh that's a weird, weird just like it's such a like a dusty light like it was definitely was not headlights it was like this weird dull white. and when I I, looked, I was trying to see it from the I turned it around like trying to look at it inside like my rear view and I look back and it's the like light, the lights are beside me now like I'm almost on my trunk just following me and they didn't pass me or anything I tried slowing down and they just just on like the same like I said, when people do that, I try and slow down and let them pass because it pisses me off. But no, they just stayed there and they tailed me for a while and then gone, blacked it out. That's when I was just like, okay, this is very uncomfortable. I to just, still had like an hour drive. And then uh, I ended up catching up to a transport and it tailed them the entire way home. So if anything, tried to make any moves to, to be witnesses. <laughs> yeah, man, it's wow. super, super weird. Yeah. Uh, two things in my apartment have moved on their own since uh, we talked. My wife's kid were out in the living room the other day, and uh, they sat down, and the remote was on the table, and it jumped. It jumped up and like kind of like like a like a like a flip. <laughs> it was like ten feet away from them. Even my son looks at her, and they both look at each other, like what? I, did you just see that happen. They're both just kind of like dumbfounded, like what? What was that? That's super weird. Most just don't like jump around on their own. And then the other time, I was so haunted. I actually took my son out of his room because he he didn't he didn't want to be in there anymore. And we we put his bed beside our bed. He's in our room now until we move. And um, yeah, man, we were in his room playing. We had this big like medicine. It was like workout balls, and uh, no windows or anything like that. Opened, there's no draft. The ball was sitting there and i told him like buddy we're gonna get out of here i'm like thinking to myself man like i had this really really bad feeling something something didn't feel good like really negative and i started getting like actually kind of pissed off and i'm like something it's like almost like a like i had like a psychic attack and i'm like all right bud let's go and then um right with us where i felt this like negative energy coming from the ball started moving and it started rolling towards me and i freaked out <laughs> i picked him up and I'm like go bud and then i picked him up and we i just shut door behind me, didn't go back in there for a couple of days. Yeah, man, that freaked me out. I didn't like that. I don't like when something moves around. Ugh. Freaked me out.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it was... would freak anybody out.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know, man. I was just almost dumbfounded. I'm like, did it just happen? I was like, no way. Like, you, you know, ever since I was a kid, it only ever happened was when that G.I. Joe got thrown at me. Like, uh, things don't really get moved around too much. But, uh, yeah, it did. So we decided to Pack her in here and move on. Hopefully the house is the house we just got to new build. I'm sure I guess whatever these things are, they're following me around wherever I go anyway. But this is just it's a really old building. And uh to be honest with you, I have my own theories as to what's happening around this building. Everybody in this building, man, is bizarrely negative. It's almost like um a bunch of like zombies walking around, man. It's creepy. Like they're all really mean. I don't like it. It's a very negative building. Um, we actually live beside, I'm going to out myself with my address here, but we live, which I believe is on top of, or, yeah, I'm pretty sure we're on top of the NORAD military base up north. And uh, I'm mean, yeah I'm I I'm live up in Northern Ontario. And we I'm looking at it right now. And we actually, when I talked to you, I was at the, in the parking lot sitting on top of the underground military base. It's like one of Canada's biggest underground bases for the Cold War. They got, like, nukes under there and stuff. I don't know if they're still active. They try and tell us. They're like, oh, yeah, it's not active anymore. But, oh, hey, man, there's, like, armed guards up there and stuff. And they just changed all the lights. I can just look at it right now. I'm, I live beside it. It's pretty active. I see uh, those, you know, those helicopters that uh, supposedly took up in Laden? They're, like, super quiet. Yeah. They have, like, two big helicopter things on them. I yeah. see those in here pretty frequently flying over the hill. Because the NORAD military base is inside of the mountain. I was, I've was i been in it when I was a kid. Pretty interesting. It goes off been in the military base? Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah,
0: underground man. military base.
2: Yeah, it's huge, man. So you got drive transport trucks through it.
0: Why, why were you in there?
2: I uh, was a kid. They brought us in for a tour. When Who? A, like, a Who brought six. you in? Um, our school.
0: Your school did?
2: Yeah, yeah. Have <laughs> you, what, how <laughs> old was, were you? I was, I, was weird, <laughs> I was six, like 10. Mm-hmm. 10 years old.
0: 10 years old? And your experiences started around 7 years old, right?
2: Yeah, around there, yeah. Yeah, so, Man, I mean, it was poorly. I don't know. It was it, it was a weird experience man like it, i'm pretty sure it was just my class i don't think the whole school was um, yeah they brought us in and there's like dudes just like m16 solar source thing at the gate they brought us into the, the into the base they drove us through and you could literally drive like a transport truck through it like it's just massive driving it forever man like there's actually if you go on youtube and you go to the north bay myself again the north bay military norad base there's an actual video of one of the contractors put a gopro and drove through the military base and it sped up super quick and it's still 15 minutes and that's just uh the, the main drag like there's all kinds of offshoots because i've been in them and yeah there's all kinds of computer rooms and then i remember we went to open up this door and they brought us down and they're like no, like, no 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 he's like can't go in there and he got really serious, and I'm like, "Oh man, come on, come on, much in there, man?" <laughs> I am super curious, and he's like, "That's the adult room," and then it, it always stuck with me. I'm like, what "The hell? What the adult room? Like later in life, was like, that like, adult porn or something?" Like, he's he's like, "It's for adults only," and I'm like, "All right, shit, I'm sorry, bud."
0: Yeah, I mean, I can I can understand there being areas of no go zones. What, but what I'm yeah, curious true. about is, like, like, I don't know. I mean, you, I've never heard of field trips to military bases. Was this something that like every year they took the same class, like, you know, fifth grade goes there.
2: As far as, as far as I know, no one, no one ever else has ever been there. I tell people that story sometimes. They're like, how'd you get down there? I'm like, oh, this is my class, man. They're like, that's weird. They're like, we've never like, no one I know has ever been down there. Are you
1: still,
0: are you still in communication with, uh, anybody from that class that was there with you?
2: I tried, man. They're, they're all, they're all gone. They're all gone they um they didn't close the school down school time though it was a historical school yeah I thought it was weird yeah
0: it just seems off you, man just I don't know you, I just you as soon you up, said like, it
2: it's down to a secret of military it's like pretty secret of military base like um you got a lot going there like there's still armed guards there and stuff but they say it's closed like it's, it's, they say that um it is closed they're like they're like, oh, we're going to rent it out to, like, the, um, the National History VH. Isn't there, isn't there- I tried to look it up. and All I could find is, like, somebody, I guess, like, the, the Canadian Film Association wants to put all their VHSs down there because they didn't know where to put them. And the base is like, no. But they're like, well, it's closed. Why can't we rent it from you? They're like, no. And it's clearly not closed, man. Like I said, I see those hell- those black choppers in there all the time. It's a very, very active military base. So, like, I would try to envision to you right now, I'm on main level in front of Trout Lake. I'm looking at the hill where the military base is inside of it. And you can, I I I used to walk my dog there. You can pretty much walk right up to um, the fencing area. And you can even see visually, I'll take a picture for you if you want, um, the big hole cut out of the mountain where the big doors go. You you drive transport trucks right into the mountain pretty interesting. Um,
0: well, I'm going. Yeah, look, I'm yeah, looking it up on uh, Google Maps right now.
2: Yeah, it's pretty weird, man. It's it's it, it, like, dude, it's so big. There's no way it's closed down. It's fucking huge. And this is just like, and there's always there's so many rumors around town and um, how, how how big it actually is. But when I moved back here from Alberta, couple three years ago, when my son was born, um, I was I was trying to get back in my feet, and I was staying with a buddy. It was actually uh, my fiance's. Girlfriend and I met her boyfriend there, eh? and we were talking. I'm like, hey, man, like, he's like, yeah, I with the Nora base. I'm like, oh, you've been out there? That's cool. I'm like, I went there now as a kid, and he, even he was like, that's that's weird dude. He's like, How, how'd you guys get down there? It's like, you on a freaking school trip? Like, that's just weird. I'm like, I don't know. It was normal to me. They just told us, hey, we're going to the boat, like, that's where we we're going, and we went down there and checked it out and stuff. Kinda weirdly enough, I don't really remember actually anything happening down there. uh I've never thought about it actually since we talked. All I remember is going down, and they showed us um, the radar equipment. Actually, I, oh man, I, I don't know if you have time. I can go more into it. My my grandpa used to work in there, and he was like, uh, he was really into the Cold War. He was, um, he was a military guy. And he worked at this base. That's why we live here in North bay because he raised his family here. And uh, during the Cold War, my grandpa was a pretty high-ranking military guy. He did a lot of work with um, the Americans during the, the, like, that's what the NORAD thing is, like the North American Missile Treaty. or whatever. So, like, there, there's always Americans here working on the space because it's, like, um, a shared thing. And he's, um, my mom, my aunt, moan about it because my grandpa, he's very old school. He will never, he'll go to his deathbed, man. He won't tell you a thing. But he's alluded to my mom, and I got this to my mom. So I'm like, he, she, I'm super into like conspiracies and stuff, and like the truth and stuff like that. Right? So my mom like tell me, I'm like, he's gotta have told you something. And he, she's like, he did, he did. I'm like, well, tell me, what he told you. Um, I'm not gonna be telling you on a podcast. <laughs> um, so she's like, yeah, she's like, he showed me his papers, where he was clear to do like black, like black operations, and like all this other stuff, and like, well, Tell me more about this. This is super interesting. And she's like, I can't. She's like, all I know is he was, he was in black operations. And he is physically, she's like, I have his charts where he was, he was approved. He'd always, like, he had to go through all these physical analysis and stuff like that to get approved to go into these black operations. And then all I know is he was banned from going to Cuba. because I was going to have my wedding there and he can't go. And um, he alluded to my mom about like how he's done really, really, really bad shit for the government, that he like uh, alluded to torturing people and stuff in in those words you know like trying to say things without saying them so God knows what's happening in this basement it's a really negative area I don't like it I don't even go I used to walk my dog up there and stuff and run because it's actually it's beautiful and like the hiking trails are on top of of the actual facility and I don't go up there anymore just freaking out too there's too many antennas kinds of weird antennas and stuff coming out of the bush it's really creepy and weird. Almost like harp-looking kind of stuff on top of the mountain. I'll take a picture for you one day. if you want. Actually, you know what? I have it in my old phone. I'll take a look. So I went up there one day. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> what is this? How far, how, always... far,
0: how far were you from the base when you were seeing the UFOs?
2: Oh, man, I was pretty far. I was about an hour. Okay. So was... what,
0: tell me about these antennas that you're talking about coming out of, like, bush. What are you talking about?
2: Okay, okay so the, the mouth of the one side because there's, there's an opening um, at the top of this. Like, you got to go around the city and go up what we call Airport Hill. And then that's where we actually have our military base because we have a pretty big military base here besides the underground base, like a military base. They have a whole city, dude. There's a whole city from the Cold War era that they have now renovated it in so the military soldiers can live up there. Yeah, on top of, uh, on top of I'm in North Bay. On top of the North Bay military base, yeah, there's like a whole city up there, man. Of just, just strictly for the military. And I even said, like, if you're driving your car up there and you're a civilian, cops have the right to pull you over and strip search, like, rip your car apart and do whatever they want. You lose all your rights driving up there. So I, I tend not to go up there anymore once I found that out. And then uh, I see UN planes up there all the time. Today, I had a couple of jobs up there. I was renovating. I was actually in those houses renovating them, was like doing the flooring in them. And then, uh, yeah, I seen UN planes up there. I thought it was kind of weird, man. One of the UN planes landed. And then within, shit, I took a picture of it. I'm like, oh, I didn't know the UN planes came here. Those big old, like, big bowling thing. And then within, like, an hour, there was a black sticker. And, like, the UN sign is probably six feet tall. So, like, takes up half that huge, like, wing thing coming out the back plane. It was blacked out. I don't know if they painted it, or I don't know why they would cover it. Maybe they just decommissioned it right away. I don't know. But, yeah, they, they covered up the UN sign right away. Because when I went to go take a picture of it again, so I wanted to get a better angle. When I was done work, it was gone. The, they had this black square over it. I just thought it was kind of weird. You know? I'm like, that's weird. how did they cover that up. Anyway.
0: Well, um, I find it interesting. And I'm looking at it. And so the the, uh, the North Bay NORAD base, it looks like it was a uh, an Air Air Force, I'm assuming, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I have,
2: a huge, we have... We have a huge runway up here. It's still super active. But it takes very
0: Yeah, I'm looking at it right it's now. It's big,
2: man. That's huge.
0: Yeah. So, uh, there, there's not too far from me, there was an air force base that was shut down. And, uh, even though it's shut down, I've done deliveries there. Like it's still operable, but it's just not real. It's not an air force base per se. It's just like, they're, Mm -hmm. they're putting people there, you know, to work in offices and things like that. Uh, and Mm there they do have an armed guard, uh, at the, at least the entrance that I go to with my trailer, my tractor trailer, um, they They have armed guards that have to look in you know through everything and check you out uh but i delivered in that area like it's not just like I go to this base and then I head out of the area like I've driven around the base to different businesses and stuff all over the place for years. I've never ever 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 saw helicopters, planes, nothing going in into- oh, really never because it's a, oh, yeah, it's, it's a is... shut down air force base. Like they have like, it, they, I, they have some kind of like museum or something like that where they have like old time planes sitting out there. You can, when you drive by on down the road, you can see the planes and, and they're just, you know, old relics, but they never, ever, ever.
2: No oh, man, I... this is a, uh, this, this place is like legit. <laughs> it's, it's super active, man. Like big time helicopters, black helicopters in and out of all the time. Jets. I always hear jets screaming. It's really annoying. Actually, I don't like it. It's uncomfortable. But yeah, man, I all summer see, it, not every day, but like the odd time, you know, like I'll see those huge Bin Laden helicopters flying over the over the mountains, going to the other side of the base. It's like it's pretty constant, man. Like there's there's jets in there all the time. Like the the base is very much alive. I actually okay, so, so it goes back to my buddy I was telling you about earlier when we came back to here in North Bay from Alberta. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, you remember how? And I was telling him how, how I went down there. He was just he thought it was super weird too. He's like, um, and to be honest with you, man, that's why. That's another major reason why we're moving. We think that there's some weird shit happening outside this military base, and like, kind of like harp kind of things. Because we'll get like super, yeah. super weird, like chest feelings, and it's just very uncomfortable. I mean, so like, that, like, honestly,
0: like, some some of the th- things you're feeling might, if, if there's something nefarious going on at the base. Uh There might be.
2: I think uh, a test subjects. To be honest with you, I think it's like right. a big. And I can, like, I, can yeah, sure. I can understand that.
0: I can understand that you feel that way. And if they're if they're sending out signals or they're doing something, I I just I've just I don't know, man. And I might be grasping at straws. Let's just be honest here. I might be grasping no, at man, straws. It, it, it's and,
2: very oh, yeah. I,
0: but here's it's, the thing. So updated stuff. And here's the thing. I mean. <laughs> Canada, United States, two different countries, they operate their militaries differently, everything. There's tons of different things that could be going into why uh, you see activity there, even though it's a shutdown base. But I just I just get this weird feeling when you said about the military base, you going in there when you were around 10 years old, three years after these experiences started for you, and just it seems like the enhancement of your experiences throughout your life. I just feel like maybe there's something uh, related here that why you're why you get these feelings that you're being watched, that there's something there with you. Mm. You know, I just don't know. I just, yeah, don't, know. I just don't know, man.
2: Yeah. I, I get a very, very, very uneasy feeling looking at that base. It creeps me out big time. And, oh shit. Yeah. For, could I to tell you too. Okay. So like I'm gone all the time, man. Like I, I'm constantly on the road. I don't get back to like my time. So during the day, I'm not really here unless it's the weekend. Even then, man, I still gotta work sometimes. So my fiance is like, she's like, um, one day I take I took the day off because uh, something happened. I don't know, I forget. I think it was like contracted to show up or something. And I'm sitting, laying in bed, resting, and I could hear this like reverberation, like a. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's like, Oh yeah, no, that's um, she's like, that's like the the heart things they're telling me about. I'm like, What are you talking about, man? <laughs> I'm like what? It's she's like, Yeah, it happens every day. And she's like, Yeah, it's like a radio radio waves you can you can you can feel them she's like it bounces off the building and she's like yeah it's really loud eh i'm like dude are you kidding me I'm like you hear this every day i i flipped out i'm like are you like that was so loud it was like i jumped out of bed I'm like what is like what what's that sound? and then ever since then she's like yeah i have their day man like they're she's like they're doing weird stuff there we got to get out of here i'm like okay yeah done pull my landlord in the road here man like the ghost thing was one thing right like that I so, didn't like the building. Had all these things,
0: but like that it was like no man, no no way. We got a house in the bush. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, so you got paranormal crap going on in your life. You got some, maybe some kind of, maybe a separate weird governmental harp conspiracy bull crap happening to you. Right I know. Now. Right? <laughs> like, like I don't. I, I, I listen, man. It, even if you move to another place and you don't outrun the paranormal stuff, you can just scr- you scratch this off your list of things happening to you. Go for it. You know.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And, like, maybe I'm thinking, like, I'm. we're talking recently, and I'm like, you know what? I'm like, like, whoever my grandpa was, like, I don't talk to anyone in my family anymore. They're just super negative, and, you know, I don't want to learn my kids, so I kind of I do my own thing now, still my own family. And But when I did talk to them, um, so... Trying to give you like I'm like I'm like did like my, my grandpa like sell us out or something like that back in the day because like he was a big guy down here man like we get okay, quick quick little story we moved in here when I was like fifteen sixteen we we got this place still by the military base and we had this neighbor old guy hated us. We were, we, we were partying a lot. We'd always open the garage door and drink in there if, uh, if you're teenagers, right? And then he would write down every time you'd open a door for, like, months. And he had this little notebook. He's like, I'm going to sue you and blah, 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 all this stuff. He's a really mean guy. And then my mom walked up, and he's like, what's your last name? And she said my, her last name, which is my grandpa's last name. He's like, oh. He's like, you're not related to someone else. And she's like, yeah. Just, like, dead-faced. He was so nice to us after that. He would shovel our driveway. Like, like hey Jeremy, oh hey buddy, like I to talk to you for half an hour. Like this guy wanted to kill me, man. He's gonna sue me. <laughs> and then he's like a super nice guy. Like clearly, like, super scared of my grandpa. I don't know who this guy was, but he's a mean guy, man. Like he's a very, very not a good, not a good guy. Really mean guy. Scary, a scary dude. And he's tall, man. He's like six seven. He's like a really mean looking dude. Very cold. Like I'll talk to him once a year. I used to. talk to him once. Probably like once you're like Pedro your birthday passed up to someone else I'm like All right, thanks Napa. <laughs> <laughs> whatever man yeah very cool dude man um yeah so like Jeez. I don't know it's connected I, I I don't know it's just super weird
0: well, I, I don't know I don't know either, but it, it definitely is super weird and the fact that your grandfather worked there, uh, and the, the supposed uh operations that he was, you know, possibly working within, uh, it mm-hmm. does la- raise a lot of questions as to how does that possibly relate to your life.
2: And for like the hard things I was telling you about. So in the summertime I was up there and I didn't know that this stuff was up there. So I'm walking I was kind of jogging. And I seen this trail, I'm like, I come to follow this trail, whatever. Follow the trail, and then I get to flat land. It's a big, it's, a, it's like a little mini mountain. It's a very big hill. And then it took me about 20 minutes to get up, it, and I was running, jogging. So I get to the top, and it's flat ground, and I see all these uh, these silos. I'm like, oh, what's this? This is interesting. So I start walking, in, so it says, like, uh, Canadian military defense, back off, like, warning signs all on the fences. And there's silos coming out of the top of the mountain with doors on them that you could, like, clearly, you open a door, you climb into the mountain. And then there's all these, like, huge, huge, huge antennas. And they all look brand new. Like, like newer with, like, they're not, like, they're not rusty and stuff from the Cold War. (laughs) Like, they're newer. They're all, like, light and, like, clean. And there's tons of them. And they're all fenced off, can't go near them. And then, like, so I'm like, all right, that looks weird. Like, that's, um, and like, I know a lot about her. I'm like, ah, this is very interesting. And, like, these huge poles, they look like telephone poles, but they're, like, metal. And they're probably twice, three times as high as a telephone pole coming out of the ground. I don't know what those things are either, but like they're huge. They're all new. And then one day I was walking down the hill, and I kind of went, I veered off down a different trail, and I was just, I wanted to do, I was collecting um pine needles because I was making my own, binding them up and doing my own little smudge sticks and stuff. And I was collecting some pine needles and stuff, and I seen this other one, and now now like I, I found a bunch of them. They're sporadic, man. that's all throughout, all throughout the forest. They're this huge antennas and stuff. It's just super weird. And if you go to the bottom of the mountain and people, like some people have, uh, around the tree line, people have their houses and stuff. And you see these, um these vents coming out of the ground, like a big tube and it looks like a, like a candy cane. So water can actually get into it, right? But, and you see like air coming out of it. So clear, there's a military base there under the ground. Clearly, I've been, I've been in there. You can watch, go on YouTube tonight, go to the North Bay Narod military base and you can watch a tour of some, Clearly, some contractor with a GoPro driving through the entire thing, and it's massive, man. Like 15 minutes, and it sped up the entire time. It probably took him an hour to drive through it, and that's just like the main trade. There's like all these different side shoots. What else I was trying to tell you is, we were told as kids that this place it's not that big. It doesn't go under the lake. It just it's it's it is what it is. Living with this guy a couple of years ago, he's like, yeah, man, he's a telecommunications uh, installer, and they they the military called his company they're a pretty good big company here like accredited and all that stuff to go in and wire up some stuff for them and Sturgeon Falls is the opposite way of this base of where it's not supposed to be and he's like yeah man he's like we were like they brought me in like into the base because like then we drove like west like towards Sturgeon for like 15 20 minutes man and he's like we're going like 60 through this like huge massive hollowed out like you could drive like 10 transfers through it's huge I mean so like if you keep driving 20 minutes in the opposite direction, this thing is just, it's so big. And it's so active. I had a customer recently. Um, her husband was the new contractor for the NORAD computer systems. And, like, I wasn't being those. And I was like, hey, can you, like, I'm sued like my grandpa. Like, can you tell me a little bit about what your husband does? Like, he was so active. She's like, oh, yeah, 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 for sure. She's like, they just hired them to switch out all their new, like, they updating all their computer systems and stuff like it's very active like he's he he doesn't go into like all like the secret rooms and stuff but yeah like it's 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 not shut down by any means i don't know why they keep saying that but canada i find there's a lot of weird stuff that happens in canada man and nothing ever makes the news there's no conspiracies about canada like you guys have in the (laughs) state we very much cover our stuff up very well here yeah well It's, it's weird
0: they they cover up stuff here too because on our news they don't talk about this stuff. It's just you know I don't know if maybe we're more vocal about what's going on. Or I think what, you I don't
2: are, know. yeah, for sure. Because no one ever talks about Canada. It's like me. It's weird, man. I never. You're calling,
0: know. A, you're calling an American podcast because nobody's talking about yep. it up there.
2: I know. I know. Weird. I know that that Richard Sterrett guy lives in Canada too, but yeah. uh, I don't. I've never talked to him before. I just. This thing on there, Wild Doc. Yeah, he's um, he,
0: he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He, um, him, and I work together on um, some cross promotion for our shows and stuff. A very very nice guy. Um, you might want to reach out to him and talk to him and stuff. He might know a little bit more than yeah. I do about it, and I'm sure he would uh, be very open to at least uh, hearing you out and things like that. But I would highly suggest you to check talk to him because since he lives in Canada, he might have some right, information yeah. or at least heard some things.
2: Yeah, man, I'm pretty sure this town's, like, one big experiment, to be honest with you. There's a lot of weird stuff that happens in this base. I know it. Like,
0: and you like lived
2: there your point. whole life. I lived in my Well, off and on, yeah. Like, when I was in my teens, I I took off to Toronto for a bit. And we went out west for, like, a year. But it's you know what's weird? And, like, we joke about it. Like, all my buddies, we were all around, like, dude, we're never staying North Bay, man. Like, we hate this town. We're out of here. Every one of us gets stuck back in here somehow. And we hate it. I hate this town. I, it's disgusting. I hate it here. And for whatever reason, life always brings me back here. It's weird, man. I've been come back three times now. I'm thirty two, I'm back here again. Now I'm making it work. I have my own business and stuff, but I don't know how I get stuck back into North A, man. It's just freaky. i like I'll talk to other buddies and they're like, Hey buddy, like you got stuck back in too, man. I'm like, What are you doing here? <laughs> I he like we're in Alberta. He's Like, dude, I don't know, man. Like I just like I try to leave twice, like can kept get sucked back in. It's like a big joke here. I don't
0: know man, it's super weird. Yeah. Well I'll tell you what, it is definitely weird. Um, dude, I gotta get rolling here. But uh it was yeah, good catching sure, up man. with you for sure. Yeah,
2: absolutely all right I man if you
1: podcast, got, yeah okay.
0: you, you got my number and everything keep in touch let me know and dude shoot me a shoot me the pictures that you were talking about earlier i think you said about the ufo or something like that you said you took a picture of something yeah yeah okay yeah for shoot sure. me a picture of that and uh you know if before you get out of that apartment and stuff i mean if you get any good pictures and stuff of anything you're talking about send them over to me
2: yeah i will um i'll, I'll go i got like three of my old phones. i know one of them has all those uh no rad pictures on it. I'll shoot those over to you
0: too. Yeah, man. That's what I'm talking about, brother. Thanks, man.
2: Absolutely. All right, I'll Take care then.
0: Later. Bye. Bye.